Let's take off. Bongani and Nala on Radio 2000. So we're going to be speaking to Hannes, uh, based there, assistant assistant ombudsman for short-term insurance and we've got him on the line so if you want any questions that you want us to answer uh you're more than welcome to send them through uh good morning hannes so welcome to the takeoff morning bogani morning nala how are you guys morning business um we're good man thank you for joining us this morning let's just get to it um please tell us about the work of the office of the ombudsman for short-term insurance what do you guys actually do okay so what what our office in, in agents does is that we um we serve as a, a sort of an alternative to the to the to the courts. If um, you obviously don't have money to, to to pay your attorney for legal fees to go to court, if there is a dispute uh, arising between you and your insurer, um, you can always you know knock on our doors and you know we can look at your dispute and then we will you know investigate the matter accordingly with the insurer and see whether the insurer's um, actual rejection of the claim. I see that I hear that you've you've spoken about accidents and so on, see whether that's actually uh, done in terms of the contract. If if, if, if if there was indeed a breach of the contract and then we'll try and, and, and mediate between the insured and insurer in terms of perhaps getting to a an amicable resolution to both parties. So, so we're an independent body in terms of that. So, so let's talk about now, right? COVID nineteen's here. So, you we've got a lockdown between ten and four in the morning. If right. I'm driving between ten and four and I have an accident, but I don't have a permit, so I've broken the law, according to the law of the country right now, is my insurance going to pay out? Well, first of all, the basic thing that that you have to look at is look at the provisions of your policy. What does your policy say in terms of that? Um, if the insurer wants to decline the claim or reject the claim, in terms of the, the example that you mentioned, you have a criminal side and you have a civil side. The criminal side, if you're breaking the law in terms of the criminal side, you've breached the, the term to cause you to drive between, or you had an accident between, between 10 and 4. Um, I would venture that if the insurer rejects the claim, basically just on that reason, they will have a hard time in arguing um, uh, how that is fair in terms of the, you know, the current situation that we have regarding lockdown and so on and so forth. It also has to be relevant in terms of the the policy. So we first have to look at the agreement that that was that existed between the insured and insurer, and take it from there. Yeah, Hannes, you know, Bongani earlier mentioned that he skipped about two months of his insurance from the start of the lockdown. And we actually had a voice note from a caller who said, are we aware that if you do skip those months and not paying insurance, you actually do get flagged on ITC? It affects your credit score. Is that the truth? And is there fairness in that? As far as, as, far as, I'm, as, as I know, in my experience, if you do not pay your okay, let's let's look at it from this from this perspective. No premium, no payment. That that is a given. Um, most insurers they don't actually put you on an ITC and list you that if you if you fail to pay your premiums. That that's uh, that, that's not a uh, thing because usually when we get a complaint from the insured saying that I've been placed on ITC, I have a bad credit record because I haven't paid the premiums, and we you know investigate that with the insurers, the insurers. Uh, come back to us and says, well, well, we haven't um, put him on ITC on a bad credit record. So I'm sitting at home right now. Um, I'm earning less money and I can't afford to pay insurance. What is the first step that I do? Well, very difficult question to answer. Um, it is, it is, we're living in tough times, so to speak. 
Um, I would rather, you know, the first thing that you, you would say, if, 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 if you lost your job, for instance, um, the first thing that you would go to is you would, you would look at where can I cut on my, on my financial means, and that would be insurance. Um, I wouldn't advise that you cancel your insurance entirely uh, in terms of that. Maybe, you know, like, you, like the, the previous caller said, speak to your insurer and negotiate with them. Because at the end of the day, they're also a business and they wouldn't want to lose clients. There are many ways to, 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 to look at what type of cover you have. Yeah. For instance, if you have comprehensive cover, you can, you know, perhaps scale it down to a lesser cover, meaning lesser premiums. Look at your assets. Which 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 assets can you afford not to not to insure, and uh, you know take it from there. Rather do that instead of totally uh, cancelling your insurance, because as the previous guy said, um, it's very difficult to you know if you cancel your insurance. I heard that one guy say that three days later he had an accident, so unfortunately the risk was on him. So, Anas, thank you so much for, for speaking to us this morning and trying to give us a bit of clarity. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. with Bongani and Nala. Let's take off.